0: Well, hey there, all you DC Comics News fans, DC comic book fans, fans of comics and podcasts and top five lists and, well, maybe my voice while you're doing chores, cleaning, laundry, whatever it might be. Thanks for joining me. It's a great chance for me to hang out with you and talk about a wonderful topic that I think we all share a love of talking about comic books, I'm talking about my top five picks from DC Comics each and every week here on a little known show, maybe a greatly known show, but a show I like to call the DC Comics News Spinner Rack, mostly because it was told to me by somebody else, that amazing editor-in-chief, Mr. Josh Rayner. DC Comics News Spinner Rack, such a great idea, I had to jump at the chance, and it's why I get to talk to you about all of these great stories. Now, once again, For Halloween, DC Comics has figured out how to do that thing they do better than anybody else. I'm talking about the anthology, a wonderful collection of stories written around a theme featuring some of your favorite characters, whether it's the Teen Titans and Are You Afraid of Darkseid, Harley Quinn and Darkseid in Bloody Mary, Batman and the Mad Hatter in The Backseat Killer, Jon Stewart in Escape the Dark Fortress, the Phantom Stranger in The Endless Staircase, Aquaman and Aqualad in the Oigo-Poigo, or Ogo-Pogo, and Wonder Woman and Vixen and Black-Eyed Kids, with Superman and Lois Lane in The Cellar. So, what is it about Darkseid? Is it just because he's the big bad? Is it just because it's so much fun to tell a story about a villain who is so scary that just about everybody gets their... Uh, Well, gets their hackles up, gets a little bit nervous, gets a little bit worried, feels the pressure just a bit. So we've got the Teen Titans. They're sitting around a campfire doing a bit of storytelling. And it's in the story of Bloody Mary that we're at the Gotham Riverfront Hotel. And Harley Quinn is there smashing, crashing, giant hammer, looking for Bloody Mary. Ready to do her worst and do some damage until side shows up. And from there, well, I mean, I'm just going to put it to you as a possibility. Just picture, you know, Darkseid, Harley Quinn, Giant Hammer, and the legendary, scary Bloody Mary. The one who, if you go in front of the mirror and say Bloody Mary three times, she's supposed to appear terrible things are supposed to happen and now they're happening to Harley and Darkseid who is clearly facing quite a uh, challenge against uh, against Bloody Mary. Now the fun part is that uh, afterwards you get to come back to the Teen Titans who are busy telling more campfire stories and with that well snarbling dog in the background sorry for whatever that wheeze was clearly it's an important dream or just one of those things that happens when you're sleeping and well you know you just start making those funny noises that's my french bulldog bruno here, and my pitbull fiji are the soundtrack of my life and yes a featured soundtrack here on the dc comics news spinner as well as recently a helicopter that's performing some kind of cleanup nearby and it's just been getting adorable. Now as you move through the rest of uh, Are You Afraid of Dark Side," we get stories about Batman, Jon Stewart, Green Lantern, and man, such a great team-up of some of the most amazing talents when it comes to storytelling and art. Uh, as far as writers go, we've got everyone from Elliot Kalan to Kenny Porter, Calvin Kasulke, Dave Wheel Gauze, Jackson, Lansing, Colin Kelly, Ed Brisson, Terry Blass, Jeremy Hahn. Whew, those are going to be telling some really wild stories. And then you have a phenomenal lineup of amazing artists, uh, colorists, letters. Um, I could go through everybody, but mostly that would just be me listing and listing and listing. And I realized after just doing that with the writers, that could get a, get a bit boring for you. So what I will say is... There are so many fun takes on the horror concept. I love the idea of the endless staircase, which suggests that phantom strangers played a unique role in making sure some of the most dangerous threats never even make it to face our mighty, mighty heroes. And of course, because of all that, we get the chance to consider, could some of these heroes make their, or some of these villains make their way away from that staircase? And if they did, Well, what would happen should they meet up with the Justice League or other DC heroes? What would be the end result? How would it go? And what we all think about what happens next. With that, such wonderful and horrifying possibilities to consider. And well, if you need a little something horrific for this Halloween season, I recommend Are You Afraid of Darkseid. Now, Keeping with the horror theme is a book that is oh so dark. Oh so (laughs) unpleasant, which is why it falls under the DC horror title, Soul Plumber. That's right, Soul Plumber. In this one, a story called With Friends Like These, Part 1, we get to meet the uh, main character, conceptualized by Marcus Parks, Henry Zorowski, and Ben Kissel. With the story written by Marcus Parks and Henry Zabrowski, pencils by John McCrea, PJ Holden, inks by John McCrea, Mike Spicer, Becca Carey, and cover by McCrea and Spicer with a variant cover by Tom Neely and a ratio variant cover by Riley Rosmo and Ivan Placencia. So, we start out in an interesting moment where the character is talking to the reader, explaining how, well, people think they know other people, they think they know the narrator. And that, in reality, this narrator believes that God talks to him, his name is Edgar, and his faith is so strong that he believes that he hears God and God hears him. And that because God believes in him, he's been able to make this very sardonic trek through life. He's got a very happy perspective on things. And it's one that allows him to interact with some very unpleasant characters. Characters like Scuzz, who is well, troubled by many demons. <laughs> Something that Edgar is quick to pay attention to. And Scuzz claims that, um, well, he's immortal. And that the Justice Department put a cop inside of his dreams. And uh, <laughs> in his fantasies, Santa Claus is dead. Which is why he's happy to run into other other people, some of whom look like Santa Claus, but not the dead Santa Claus. And that's a, a fun moment that, that sort of breaks in this absurdity to everything that's going on, where you've got characters who might be missing a nose simply because they did some things that caused them to lose a nose. Um, there's a lot to be considered here. One, you're you're dealing with... You know, a narrator who is a bit unreliable. You're dealing with an environment that is dark and terrible. And then you've got, well, a discovery. Something that I think is a bit unexpected. It's a van. It's a break for Jesus van. It's a van that says soul plumbers on the side, as well as the devil exists and we can prove it. And Freger, it's, as he describes it, salvation. Now, Egger is uh, <laughs> is about to meet someone who well drives a van but certainly doesn't seem like the type of person who would drive this kind of van. And then when he quotes the scripture that Egger recognizes, well that's when he learns exactly what it is a soul plumber is and that there's a seminar. And if he goes there He can learn all about being a Soul Plumber, all about what it means to follow a calling, and just what that calling looks like. Now, as with all great horror comics, there's a surprise to Soul Plumber. There is something (laughs) twisted and unexpected, and man, this is just one of those stories where you might've think, you've seen a lot in comics. You might think you're prepared. And then you're going to come across this story, and you're going to realize that preparation is just a nice idea. Then in reality, there are still things in this world, in stories, and especially in comics, that can amaze and surprise you. And I think this is one of those great examples. It's why Soul Plumber and Are You Afraid of Dark Side are the first to start off episode number 150. Wait, sorry, 126. Boy, I was jumping ahead of myself there. Episode number 126 here on the DC Comics News Spinner Rack. First two out of the way means it's time for an ad break. And then we'll be right back with more DC Comics News Spinner Rack for you to enjoy. Hi, everyone. I'm here to tell you about the DC Comics News podcast. Here every week to talk everything DC. Movies, TV, comics, and everything in between.
1: But don't just take my word for it. Here are a couple of our sponsors. Listen to the DC Comics News Podcast. It's audio justice. (laughs) No, no, no.
0: It's audio chaos. These wackos are crazier than I am. Well, maybe you're both right. Regardless, you can catch us on every kind of podcast platform.
1: Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify,
0: Stitcher, and everywhere you find great podcasts. So, um, can I go now?
1: Let him go. He did everything you asked. <laughs> no.
2: Join me each week in the Comics in Motion feed in your favorite podcast catcher. First, there was the DC Comics News podcast. Then came the Spitter Rack. And now, the third show brought to you by the guys that brought you all that other stuff I just mentioned. I Am The Night. A story about the stories A show celebrating Batman, the animated series. Week by week, episode by episode. Just when you thought it was safe to put on a pair of headphones.
0: I am the knight. Why, hello there. I'm Seth Singleton, and I'm here to tell you about Madpup, a Harley Quinn cast. Harley Quinn? Harley
2: Quinn? What have we learned from this crazy show? Making bat shark repellent
1: relevant since 1966. Oh, look, go And we've gone completely off the rails. I hear the bat signal. Shut up the battle, nods. I definitely do not fuck that In need of an adult-sized nemesis. Humans make good fertilizer. You can't fuck with Lois Lane. For fuck's sake. I'm a damn good cop. A lot of lasers.
2: Mmm,
0: educational and informative.
1: What's up, everybody? I am Kelly Gaines for DC Comics News.
2: I am Tony Hasty for this show.
1: And we are here to introduce our new show, DCN After Dark. This is the late night talk show for all of the wild ideas, fascinating concepts, and scandalous tales straight from the DC universe.
2: We are not going to hold any punches. We are going to give all of our opinions straight off the dome, and sometimes we'll be writing it down. It is not for the faint of heart. It is not for the sensitive ears. It is not for any children. Your discretion is going to be advised because we are going to be swearing a lot.
1: Yes. Yeah. And possibly, maybe by episode five, getting to our hundredth <laughs> joke. <laughs> <laughs> Here's <Monday>. hoping. <laughs>
2: We're gonna have guests on this show. We're gonna be guests on other shows, but we're not going to finish this sentence. <laughs> off, the t- off the cuff, let's go. Off the cuff, off the cuff. Anything you off, want. Anything you cup. want.
1: Scooby Doo would be a better detective than Jim Gordon. There you go. That's that is what this whole show is about.
2: That's what the show is about. We're gonna That's be talking the- about we're gonna be talking about stuff like that. Should we have seen more of the bat? Go.
1: No, no one had to see more of the bat.
2: No, I didn't
1: want it. God damn it. Look, all right. We're gonna have... Gooby Doo, DCN After Dark. Check us out. Watch us without your kids. And if you were a kid, you shouldn't have even seen this promo.
2: Drink recipes, content creation, reviews, unsolicited advice, and very inappropriate jokes.
1: Yes. And a Santa, uh, an unseasonable un- 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 Santa hat except it's season whatever check us out
2: <laughs> not getting rid of the santa hat available exclusively on youtube
0: and just like that we are back ad break over dc comics stories coming your way so our first two were very horror based and and guess what we're not done yet yeah, it's october halloween coming And Arkham City, the order of the world, is my third choice. Whew. So with the the coming of all of the darkness that is October and Halloween, October 31st and all that fun stuff, is a slew of very powerful stories that are coming to us through DC Comics. And in this story, man, we meet. Dr. Jocasta Joy dealing with a few different characters, like Stephanie, who has this comforter pulled up to her face, and she's clearly troubled, she's clearly struggling, but more importantly, there's something under her bed, right? Just like all of the great horror comics. Except this something is the rat catcher, who does not look at all like himself. And that's how we kick off the Order of the World. Chapter 1 in a story written by Dan Waters, with art by Danny, colors by Dave Stewart, letters by Aditya Bidikar, and an original cover by Sam Wolf Connolly, variant cover by Francesco Mattina, and Steve Beach providing the ratio variant cover. So, Ratcatcher, not exactly how you would normally expect and soon subdued by the police as well as then taken away and brought to Arkham. However, that is when Detective Stone steps in and points out that right now, Dr. Jocasta Joy is needed for something else. So... What is it that's needed? How is it that uh, she can play a role? And who is it that's taking pictures? Is it just a crime scene investigator or is someone paying attention? And perhaps taking notes. Now, interestingly enough, it was Jocasta who was not present when the day known as A-Day came to be. And It was one of those things that changed how it was that uh, Arkham had existed for so long. But here she is with Detective Stone back at Arkham. And while she's there, there are some things to be considered, especially the notes that she never collected and what it means when Stone visits her in her office and takes note of some of the macabre things that she keeps around and then how it is that she begins reviewing cases like that of Professor Pig and the diabolical painful things that he inflicts on his subjects. We've got Mad Hatter off for a run and haunted and chased. And then of course, we've got the uh, the ten eyed man who man, it makes a horrifying appearance to one character and then later makes an appearance to Joy, which is, uh, or Dr. Joy, which is just horrifying. So something evil, something wicked is occurring and it's dangerous and it threatens so many that it's clear to see this is just the very beginning of a very dark and bloody story. In fact, one that will continue in the next book, a story titled The Bloody Order of Azrael. So just what exactly does it mean when you've got the characters told in this story, some of whom are bad, some who are just perceived bad, so much evil, destruction, pain, and suffering it seems like there's just no way that it can all continue to move forward, and yet it does, and because it does, we move with it. I'm curious to see if uh, Arkham City, The Order of the World, number two, makes it on this list, because Arkham City, Order of the World, number one, really blew my mind, really blew me away. It's It's a phenomenal book. It's dark. It's loaded, and... <laughs> It's Dan Waters. Dan Waters has been blowing me away with all of the amazing work that he's done. I loved him in Lucifer. I've loved him on a lot of other great independent titles. And I absolutely love what he's providing us with, well, Arkham City and The Order of the World. I think it's only going to get better, and that's why I'm looking forward to seeing it soon and sharing this first issue with you. Just can't contain my excitement and i can't contain my excitement with our fourth book it's number 8 in a 10 issue limited series that has recently been shared will be expanded to even more i think it's a total of 16 now i'll have to get back to you on that but i'm talking about the swamp thing I'm talking about the amazing story that is being told by ram v with art by mark with mike Parkins, with colors by mike spicer with letters by aditya Car an original cover by Perkins and Spicer, and a variant cover by Francesco Matina. The story, in my infancy, is now in part three, and we see the conflict facing Swamp Thing as well as the Suicide Squad, which has been sent to collect him. And yet, even those who are as powerful as Parasite are not enough to stop Swamp Thing. What is? Well, It would have to be the brother of Swamp Thing's current host, Jacob, a brother who has renamed himself Hedera, a brother who walks with fire, has antlers coming out of his head and a skirt that could be grass, but it appears to be sewn into the flesh right below his abdomen and dangling with something that is not a grass skirt or any type of dry grass of any kind. Fire rages around him And we find out that Jacob and his brother were anointed, that they had a father who is convinced that they would understand the power that they would eventually yield. Wield. Yield. And that because of that, there is a connection between these two brothers, one that comes to a head as Swamp Thing is facing off against the danger of Parasite. One that is something that the brother, who is now known as Sedera, is quick to call a creature, while Jacob refers to him simply as a man turned into a monster, which creates some great brotherly tension and also suggests the idea that there is a collective, a parliament. Something that longtime fans of Swamp Thing will be familiar with, but to Jacob is a new idea, a new introduction. And how it is that so much of Jacob's past is now a part of the present he is experiencing as Swamp Thing, the challenges he is facing, and a very interesting fight between Peacemaker and Swamp Thing. The result of which leaves them both in a position to try to understand who they are and what has been done to them. And also a solution provided by Swamp Thing to change the dynamic of power and potentially the future and the fate of the Suicide Squad. Man, the the, the story that Ramfi has been telling is complex. It's layered. It's powerful. It's... It's really an homage to the wonder that has been Swamp Thing for all these years. Great example of why it is great stories and great characters continue to live on, especially when great writers give them the respect and the admiration they deserve. And with my fourth book out of the way, that leaves the question, what could be the fifth and final? Well, I had to go with the Wonder Woman 80th Anniversary 100 page super spectacular, yet once again proving how amazing DC Comics is when it comes to their anthologies. 80 years of Wonder Woman, something that should be celebrated and thankfully is with this amazing, spectacular, my, 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 my. For starters, how many covers do you think you'll get? How many covers did you get? I mean... It's, it's easy to see why all of them would be a great addition to your collection, why finding the one that's your favorite can be a challenge not everyone is willing to face, and why it is that, you know, at some point you just stop fighting with your money when it comes to getting your hands on these amazing 80th anniversary, these 100-page spectaculars, and all of these anthologies that DC does so well. In this one, we've got great stories, In Memoriam, Dated, Better Angels, Dreamers, Fresh Catch, Saturn Rising, Dear Diana, immortal Mysteries, and Low Orbit. With uh, such amazing, talented teams, I could spend five, ten minutes just reading everyone's name, which in the past I used to kind of do because I was just finding my way and how I could share with you these wonderful stories. Mm. Now, I love the fact that our first one, which for me is a, a fun example of just how much there is available to tell when it comes to women. In memoriam, starts off with Steve Trevor and a good friend of Diana's who goes by the name of Etta. Here they are, sitting down, having a bit of a chat, a shared relationship based on their connection to Wonder Woman, and about a documentary that is there to tell the story of the immortal Wonder Woman and starts out with a very candid interview on a park bench, followed by footage of Wonder Woman and her exploits. And it's so easy to see why this is someone that is celebrated so often, so completely, and with such a great reverence and understanding. I love the idea of Wonder Woman making a statement right in this story to a a reporter saying, I have complete faith that Star Labs will not only treat her with dignity, but protect the public from any further disturbances. You know, this idea of (laughs) how well she can be, this wonderful presence that strides into the most harrowing situations. And without hesitation, saves the young, speaks truth, stares ugly and arrogance in the eye, calls to attention what she finds to be uh, the offensive approach of assigning blame to victims, and aware of the fact that while she's a guest in a world she refers to as man's world, she's not there to simply watch people kill each other for profit. There are things she stands for and will continue to stand for and, It's a wonderful reminder of the fact that even though Wonder Woman is gone and that we as fans who have been reading her adventures outside of man's world know that at some point she is due to return. But for these characters, reflecting on the loss, reflecting on the meaning, doing their best to remember is a difficult moment. One that leaves them all asking questions, seeking answers doing their best to uh, still consider what it is awaits them. And I love that it ends with a great note suggesting the possibility of just what it is that Wonder Woman has in store for her future, a future potentially for Steve Trevor, and how it is that Wonder Woman's story, even when it seems like it's ended and is... Relegated to storybooks and pages of wonder and glory, that you know what? It's it's actually so much more than that, and because of that, quite the quite the amazing gift. It it's ah uh, it's a lovely start to a great collection. And it's one of those great examples of why I will continue to find myself drawn again and again and again to these wonderful anthologies that celebrate great characters, that celebrate great stories, that that know that for every long 50, 80-page story of a single story, that there can be just as many of these wonderful, poignant, powerful, punctuating stories that are like snapshots and they show so much more of a character than can sometimes be covered in a single issue or a single story arc or even a single run on a character by a creator. And that with many storytellers, many voices, many visions from many artists, what we get is this continued collection of the greatness that we, as DC Comics fans, have come to enjoy. And why it is that you'll find me continuing to come back to the spinner rack to tell you how it is. I managed to pick out five great stories out of everything that's available each and every week from DC Comics. That brings us to the end what a great five out of five selection of stories my top five books each one uh, a wonderful example of the greatness that you can enjoy through dc comics and from dc comics each and every week please if you haven't yet subscribe make sure you never miss out on an upcoming episode of not only the spinner rack but all the great content we have here on the dc comics news podcast network whether it's the weekly podcast bringing you all the best in movies, television, streaming, comics and more or special unexpected wondrous interviews, great episode by episode programs like I am the night following Batman the animated series or Mad Love which follows the Harley Quinn show on originally on DC Universe and now on HBO Max, and we have so much more in store for you to enjoy. Subscribe now, never miss out. Tell your friends we're on all their favorite big platforms, small platforms, and we're also available on social media platforms from Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, and more. All you have to do is use the at symbol in DC Comics News, capital D, sap, capital D, capital C, capital C, O M I C S, capital N E W S. That's right, DC Comics News. And when you use the at symbol in DC Comics News, we'll know what you're saying, what you want to tell us, what you want us to hear, and all the great feedback you have for us about this and all the other great programming we're bringing your way. Can't wait for the chance to share another great episode with you. Until next time, as we always like to say, read more comics. Bye now.